The people you know, the experience you trust, the quality you expect, the newspaper you deserve. This local newscast provided by The Telegram. This is Matt McKee reporting from Total Media Studios in Jackson with your local news. Latest COVID-19 news from Vinton County was positive as the Vinton County Health Department reported lower numbers across the board for COVID-19 in its most recent report. In a report issued on Monday, the Health Department reported 39 active cases, which is a 25% decline from the 52 logged last week. Also, the number of COVID-19 hospitalizations fell from 4 to 3, with only one new related death reported last week, after three had been noted the following week. As for the long-term picture, the Health Department's reported just over 1,500 cases of COVID-19 since the first two cases were reported on April 25, 2020. There have now been a total of 45 virus-related deaths in Vinton County. In other news today, during the most recent meeting of MacArthur Village Council, Mayor Steve Hammond asked Council to consider ways to restrict people from bringing sheds into the village and using them as residences. He made it clear he does not mean the small houses that are becoming popular. He's instead referring to structures that are meant to be used for storage purposes. He suggested that Council ponder the issue before the next meeting in January. The December 15th meeting was also the final meeting for Council members Dana Peters and Brian Bledsoe. Peters has worked with three mayors and thanked Mayor Hammond for his leadership in all that he's done. A proposed Wellston City Ordinance, which aimed to bar the placement of single-wide trailers inside city limits except for in designated mobile home courts, failed to make its vote during the final recent meeting of Wellston City Council. As a result, the ordinance died and the matter is currently set to make its way back to the Public Service Committee for further discussion. Mayor Charlie Hudson stated during the November 18th Wellston City Council meeting, which was when the ordinance received its first reading, that the city had amended Chapter 153 of the Wellston Codified Ordinances. When the ordinance was set to have its second reading during the December 2nd meeting, two men were present to voice their opinions on the matter. And legislation was to have had its third and final reading during the Thursday night, December 16th council meeting. Councilwoman Maddie Vance made a motion to adopt and pass that motion, but it did not receive a second, so the legislation subsequently died. Mayor Charlie Hudson then asked council to take the matter back to committee level and provide guidance on what will happen next. The Public Service Committee will revisit the matter once again, although a meeting has not yet been set. A bus driver for the Wilson City School District was cited following the crash that occurred Wednesday afternoon the 15th in the parking lot of Bundy Elementary School. According to reports from the Wilson Police Department, officers were dispatched to the school just after 3.30 p.m. on the 15th when bus driver Luann Wall, age 63 of Wilson, struck a light pole. The bus was carrying a total of 25 students at the time. Three were transported by EMS to Jackson's Holzer Medical Center with suspected minor injuries. The police department report does not list a cause of the crash. It only states that the bus was traveling northbound when it went to the right side of the roadway and struck a light pole. The 2020 model Thomas-built safety liner bus sustained disabling damage and was towed from the scene by Ron's garage. The scene was cleared just before 5.30 p.m. As a result of the crash, Wall was cited for failure to control. Cheryl Perkins, a 35-year veteran in education with the Wilson City School District, and Glenn Pete Linton, who served the district as a bus driver and custodian for 31 years, were both recognized recently by the Board of Education during the Monday night, December 13th meeting upon their recent retirement. Interim Superintendent Marianne Hill said that Perkins began with the district as an aide in the 1980s and continued teaching. Linton, Hill explained, was hired by the schools in 1991 as a bus driver. He held that position for eight years before becoming a custodian in the 98-99 school year. Linton retired with 31 years of service and last worked at Bundy Elementary. Both Perkins and Linton were given parting gifts on behalf of the board and the administration for their many years of service. A little bit of holiday news. The Wilson City Building will be closed on Thursday and Friday. Thursday's garbage was to be picked up today. Friday's route will be picked up on Monday. The City Building will also be closed on Friday, December 31st. Next Friday's garbage will be picked up 
on Thursday. And the City of Jackson City offices will be closed in observance of Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Offices will be closed on Thursday from noon until 4 and Friday from 8 to 4. Normal hours return again on Monday the 27th. Garbage pickup remains the same for Thursday routes. Friday's routes will be picked up on Monday with the regular garbage routes. And due to a conflict with the state's help desk, the Jackson County Title Department will be closed on Friday the 31st and Saturday, January 1st. There will be no change in the department's previously reported Christmas hours. License Bureau and Title Department will be closed on the 24th through Monday the 27th. Also, the holiday schedule remains the same as previously announced for the clerk of court's office at the courthouse. They'll be closed on the 24th through Monday the 27th. The office will reopen for regular hours on Tuesday the 28th, have reduced hours from 8 to 2 on Thursday the 30th. The early closing is due to conducting year-end procedures. The clerk of court's office will also be closed on Friday the 31st and will reopen on Monday, January 3rd. Finally today, Jackson Benton Community Action Incorporated is distributing new winter coats to Jackson and Benton County children who meet temporary assistance needy families' eligibility criteria. The coats are being provided through the Governor's Office of Faith-Based and Community Initiatives in collaboration with Operation Warm Incorporated. Code sizes range from 2T to women's and men's double XL. Quantities in each size are limited. For more information or if you have any questions, you can call 384-5119. Again, that's 384-5119. Again, from Total Media Studios in Jackson, I'm Matt McKee, and that was your local news.